This episode is brought to you by Cold Storage Coins, the easiest way to own Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. G'day, soldiers of the Altcoin Army. Welcome to another episode of the Altcoin Buzz podcast with your host, Leisha, myself. And there's no Maddie today. We've got a brand new host, Jeremy Jezza from the States. Welcome, Jeremy. Hello, everyone. Hey, Jeremy. Uh, it's nice to have a new member. You so sound I... so unenthusiastic, Leisha. Yeah, yeah come on. <laughs> It's because, because he sounded on the, like, hello, hello, and I, was like, I lost it as well. It's his like, first day on the job. Cut him some I slack. Know, I know, I know, James. Let me uh, kick my dog out, though, because he's starting to make sounds, and it's going to be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this would be so good. Are you back now? Yeah, I am. All right, so yeah, it's uh, it's good to have you here, Jeremy. Um, you were you were telling us earlier that you've been quite a quite a fan of the Altcoin Buzz show channel for a while. So uh, tell us a bit about yourself. How did you get into cryptocurrency? Well, I got into crypto years ago, um, 2013, and was invested for about 10 or so months before I actually pulled everything out to put the down payment on my house. Um, got back into the market uh, mid-October this past year, I believe it was. And since then, I've been back. I mean, since I came back, I started listening to Altcoin Buzz right away and have been since then. Love to be a part of the group now. I'm very happy to be here. Well, we're very happy to have you. Um, you've definitely got... You were telling us that you were... You were studying at the moment with university, I believe, and uh, you're into all the technology. So it's fantastic to have that technical mind. Um, Matt and myself, you know, we're, we're more in the, the sales side. Leisha is definitely a journalist. So it's good to it's good to have someone with that really intricate technical knowledge because when we do the interviews, you can, uh, you can really get down to the nitty gritty and ask those questions that Leisha and I are just going to sit back with a bucket of popcorn and just let you have the show for that one. So... It's, yeah. uh, we do all the jibber jabber, so to speak. <laughs> you gotta do all the technical stuff because, well, I guess that we're not very bright when it comes to all those technical terms. So it's great to have you on the show uh, as a member, and um, I wish you luck and welcome to our team. Thank you very much. You guys are putting me on a little bit of a pedestal here, but I'll do the best I possibly can here. Well, the idea with this show is to give everyone such a big head that they can't actually walk out of their rooms by the time this is finished. <laughs> so if we're on the right path, then we're doing our job. We're, I'm sorry, and we're doing it sort of deliberately, inflating everyone's ego so that they would think, oh my God, I simply need to stay in this show. I can't leave it anymore. <laughs> and it's that old, uh, the old saying, the bigger they are, the harder they fall, and it just makes it so much more funny. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So we'll we'll uh we'll we'll embarrass you to the point you just won't care anymore and uh, you'll fit right in. But we'll uh we'll start with the news today and uh, Leisha, I believe you're going to start the news. We're going to give Jezza a little bit of time to take a bit of a back seat, watch how the master does it, and uh, I'm just going to sit back because I'm a lazy. F- so I'll let you kick off with the article written by Eric. Uh, on our site, altcoinbuzz.io, and it's good news, and thank you for inflating my ego again. I appreciate it, Jace, but anyhow, like uh, Garrett did a great job. He wrote an article about a hot topic, and that is uh, also a positive topic. Anderson Horowitz, 
a well-known venture capital firm, has decided to create a $300 billion crypto fund and plans to hold on to investments with it for at least 10 years. So I think that this is fantastic news, given that we are experiencing yet another Red Sea. And I know that many of our listeners are probably put off by it. But, you know, there's uh, not everything is that bad. Like the big guys are still believe in the cryptocurrency. So I guess that it's, uh, you know, you shouldn't give up your hopes. And um, they say that the firm calls the fund an all-weather fund, meaning that they plan to invest consistently regardless of market conditions. And if there's another so-called crypto winter, which probably is the Red Sea, we'll keep investing aggressively, said the firm. Uh, the fund will be called A16Z Crypto Fund. And it plans to invest in all sorts of teams at all stages of development. And the firm wants to invest specifically in non-speculative use cases. That's what they're saying. I tell you what, I think they should change the name from A16Z Crypto to Moses because they want to split the Red Sea. But um, I, I think this is just fantastic news. The thing is, we're getting a lot of good news in the media recently. There hasn't been so much FUD. Yeah, unfortunately, we've had a couple of hacks in the recent weeks, which, you know, no one likes. But there's more news like this coming out in the market that's just absolutely positive news. Unfortunately, like we've said in other podcasts, there was so much of the community that came in that helped push crypto and, and the market price up in, in December, January that were your weekend warriors. You know, they came in thinking they'll get rich quick, buy a Lambo next week from a $10 investment, and a lot of them are buggered off. Um, unfortunately, that was a large majority. Like Matthew said, uh, in the previous podcast, if you take back the last couple of years and you actually look, we're still on the move up, but obviously that spike was an anomaly that happened because of, of this, the rampant move that we had. But going back to October, we're still up from what October, September was. All this good news, hopefully my, my prediction would be that um, somebody out there, whether it's going to be another large firm like these guys with a 300 million crypto fund, it's going to push others to do the same, and hopefully by December this year, we'll see Bitcoin go over 10,000. I think it's really good that they're getting into this right now, and like you said, diving into the Red Sea, not afraid of anything here, and the fact that they said they're willing to stick around, it shows how much faith that they have in blockchain along with, obviously, like we do. They know where this is going long term. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Jeremy. So I think that it's uh, simply fantastic news, and there is... Literally nothing to add here because if they believe in it, well then, I mean, I don't think that they would like to lose money, right? So no, of absolutely. Not. Nobody yeah, really wants to. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. then again, like you know, I've seen different people in my life. Some some people are just asking for it. They want to like lose their money. Uh, but I don't think that this is the case because this is a venture capital firm. It mm. would be a, something of a novelty in the financial world. And, and look, if they're willing to put $300 million towards it, $300 million is $300 million. You know, it, it's not a small bit. So these companies are going to be doing their research. They've obviously seen that there's potential in the market. They've decided, look, this is the way that we're going to go. And, and all, all power to them. Now, I could be wrong, but I don't think any of the listeners out there, especially, you know, even us talking... We, we don't have $300 million to throw down, but these companies do, and if they're willing to put the $300 million down, these are the movers that are going to seriously affect the market. We're all going to be along for the ride on this one, and I think that, and I've said this over and over and over again, 
this is the perfect opportunity now to to huddle what you've got, accumulate on what you need to be smart. Back in December, throw money at whatever, and you got gains overnight. It was ridiculous. Now's the point where you can really sink your teeth in, learn about a certain project, whether it be you know something in the top 100 um, for security reasons to kind of be a bit more stable, or you're going to go down the riskier options down into, say, the shit coins below the $50 million mark. Totally agree with you, James. Totally agree. But they're not uh, the only big firm or rather company or whatever entity which uh, has sort of like changed its stance on the crypto market. I think another social media giant perhaps has. Maybe Jeremy would like to elaborate that well, one. Why can't you throw him straight in the deep end, Leisha? <laughs> <laughs> Time to sink or swim. How come yeah, on? I mean- yeah, taking a look on here, I'm looking at this um, article that Chris wrote on altcoinbuzz.io about Facebook, and we all remember back in January when they banned everything associated with crypto for the most, all crypto ads, I should say, all the crypto ads. And now they've revised that to where it, the ban is mostly only to the binary options and to ICOs. But at the same time, they are requiring what looks to be a pretty in-depth application. So... A lot of people that don't fall into the binary options and ICO options that are trying to get ads probably aren't going to get them either. So hopefully that's going to cut down on some of these scams that we've been dealing with in the past. And I mean, it's just really big to hear that they're finally starting to turn this back around a little bit. And this is more good news after good news recently, it seems. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And uh, I mean, everyone knows that Facebook is considering launching its own cryptocurrency and perhaps that's why it decided to sort of ban the cryptocurrency ads as well. You uh, stole what, that what, from me. <laughs> well, yeah, like James said, it, James said it earlier off the podcast that he fully expects them to announce it within the next week or two and I wouldn't be surprised at all either. Yeah, I would not be surprised. But I'm sorry for stealing your line, James. I didn't, I didn't realize it. I was like, yeah, I have to mention cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> Still on my thunder. It's all right. I still love you. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. Facebook has become almost like that fangirl. And uh, it's just following everything. I believe Google was the first to ban crypto ads. And then it was Bing. I mean, who the hell even searches on Bing for Christ's sake? But uh, <laughs> then Facebook followed So I'm glad that Twitter didn't go down that road. But... This revisal, I was expecting this right from the beginning. I said, as soon as it got banned, give it time. They'll create their own bloody cryptocurrency. Then all of a sudden, they'll lift the ban because they obviously want to promote their own cryptocurrency. It's, it's, I don't know, it's almost become stupid to think about. It's become predictable. That's the only way I can really say it, is this has happened to too many sites. They'll ban something in regards to the ads, and the next thing you know, they've got their own cryptocurrency out, and all the bans have lifted. I don't expect any differently from Facebook. I I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I think that Zuckerberg uh, is sort of like trying to monopolize the market in every regard, in every aspect. I mean, like think about it: all the social, all the major social media outlets belong Mm. to him. Instagram, Facebook, uh, all that stuff that people use, and now he also wants to like launch uh, cryptocurrency which will also probably become a, a big thing mm. probably i cannot like uh, say for sure but i i would expect that it will be quite uh, quite popular maybe even, even if the technology is not that great for facebook because of the giant that facebook is they've got the money to advertise it like it's the next best thing 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. It doesn't need to have very much behind it to get a lot of sales right off the bat just because of the name. It'll be straight off a hype coin. It will be a hype coin. Uh, I don't know what Facebook's planning, but they they would know that they don't need to put out something spectacular to get the traction going. They're Facebook, for Christ's sake. That's, that's true, but they're steadily uh, losing young audience, so I read. But perhaps they will come back eventually. You never know. I mean, like maybe it's something temporary. Hey, I'm still but waiting it, for MySpace to come back. You you keep waiting on that. <laughs> Tom was my only friend. Tom was my first friend. <laughs> oh my. A little bit of a sad story. <laughs> also, not worthy how um, Facebook is basically like you know trying to not only launch its own cryptocurrency but also explore this whole blockchain buzz because this David Marcus guy, the long-standing head of the Messenger app, he, a couple of months ago, I think he announced that he is uh, stepping down and he's going to uh, like explore ways of how blockchain can improve Facebook. So I think that like, you know, basically the process is ongoing mm. and sooner or later they will definitely introduce a lot of things. I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. Mm. What do you think, guys? Definitely, there's going to have a lot of stuff coming along, I'm sure. And the, the first thing will be the coin, whatever coin they decide to make and however they decide to go with it. I would assume that it's going to be something along the lines of something they can use to be spent on the Facebook games and then sent to people, etc., etc. Because they already make a lot of money off their Facebook games for the pay-to-win aspects of it. Mm. It could be that route, or they might make it into a sense of uh, they'll create the cryptocurrency as a form of payment towards the allowing for advertisements on Facebook. Uh, that could be. Yeah, they, they could go tie with. that in. They could tie in so many different things with it. Honestly, I mean, they they could make it a very multi-use coin. Uh, honestly, it would probably be a decent one to buy pretty quickly and then sell pretty quickly as well. Yeah, <laughs> the 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 hype behind it will be pretty massive, but. We're, uh, we're, we've run out of time on the news. We need to get into the interview with Matt, who is the CEO and founder of a brand new project that he's actually releasing in the next couple of weeks. He hasn't issued anything yet. This project's been underground, and he's actually giving all of the information first to us on this podcast. So I think that's pretty special, guys. What about you? Absolutely. I'm glad that you chose us to go with first. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. We're pretty flattered by that. So, without further ado, guys, let's jump into the interview. G'day, Matthew. How are you? Welcome to the uh, Altcoin Buzz podcast. Hey, I'm doing good, James. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's definitely a pleasure having you here. You're the uh, CEO and founder of Velocity Arcade. But first, I'd like to introduce you to the lovely Leisha. And uh, we've got to create a nickname for our brand new, brand spanking new host, Jeremy from the States. So I'd like to introduce you to them both. Hey, Matt. Hey, guys. How are you? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. How about yourselves? I'm doing good. And hello, Jeremy. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Been a fan for a long time. Glad to be a part of the show now. Thank you. That, that's very fluttering. I agree. <laughs> Isn't it, James? Definitely is. It's good to know that we're uh, we're getting out there, and I believe that's the reason that you're with us today, Matt. We've uh, we lost our other Matt, but we got the we got the uh, the new Matt here from Velocity Arcade. So, for a lot of listeners out there, this is a brand new project that's been top secret, and it's being released today. Uh, the information's being released today on our show. 
by Matt. So I'm going to pass it over to you, and you're going to tell us about your baby, Velocity Arcade, because I'm sure we're all dying to know more about it. So fire away when you're ready, sir. Yeah, James, uh, like you said, it's our baby, and, you know, when we when we got into this thing, we, we decided that during development, we were going to keep it under the radar, keep it really low-key, and just get through our development and deliver a real solid product. So, you know, there's nothing worse than when somebody lets the cat out of the bag and they they say, you know, it's going to be ready in, in six months' time. So we thought we'd wait till we were at that 90% mark for development and ready to launch. And, uh, yeah, yeah, here we are. So we, we're all big fans of Altcoin Buzz and Altcoin Buzz podcasts. So we thought this would be the place to uh, introduce this thing to the world. Well, we definitely appreciate it. With that amount of flattery, I don't know if any of us are going to be able to leave here with our, with our heads fitting through the door. So <laughs> thank you for, uh, for choosing our podcast to be the first to release the information. It's truly an honor. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, no, we uh, we discussed it, and, uh, yeah, we, we love the channel, you guys. You guys do a great job, and uh, you're professionals, so... For inflating our ego. No. I know, I know, yeah, Leash yeah. is a professional writer. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a professional, but <laughs> <laughs> so we'll work on that. But um, so what got you into crypto? What actually started you to begin this project? Well, it was we we were always enthusiasts. We were always investing in crypto, and uh, you know, as as our our three main core guys that that got into this, we did well in crypto. And, uh, you, you know, we just started talking one day and it was just kind of weird how this thing just grew legs. But initially, you know, Velocity Arcade Platform, the, the initial idea stemmed from doing uh, a live stream uh, bingo where people could bet cryptocurrency online. And it just it just snowballed the ideas. And, and we we basically grew the idea of having a mobile friendly HTML5 source code. A game platform where people can sit on their phone, they can deposit crypto, obtain game credits, and uh, go compete for game credits and earn crypto in skill-based gaming. So it's uh, it's been a, it's been a lot of conversation to get to this point, you know. Yeah, definitely, it's going to bring a lot of fun to the uh, blockchain because I know a lot of people outside of the community only look at blockchain and go oh god it's all all this technology for the nerds and don't know how it works and they don't want to know how it works but as soon as you bring games into it you're going to bring a lot of the masses so i applaud you for for thinking outside of the uh outside of the blockchain box (laughs) yeah yeah no thank you it's uh it's it's an interesting world it's you know we, we were really excited because we, we feel like we're going to be, you know, pi- pioneering uh, gaming and, and monetizing gaming. So it's it's uh, it's something new to the space, and uh, we, we think it's going to be a mass success. We think that, you know, people that typically, you know, would invest in crypto would typically be your, your gamer target audience, too. We think there's just a really good interlocking fit. So we're, uh, we're really anticipating a lot of success. And with with the games that we've got on board, some of the game source codes that we have available now, and that we will be launching with, uh, they're they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun, man. So we're we're really looking forward to see the results. So more, so more. What do you guys think? I 
I think I would like to ask Matt a question about like more like about how his product actually stands up because I mean the idea of doing fun things and earning cryptocurrency is not like uh, like completely new. I mean I, I wrote an article which is available on our site alcoinbuzz.io and there's uh, a number of apps out there predominantly arcade games uh, and it offers Bitcoin to its players. It's like you know it's called Tremor Games, Cash Clamber, Sarutobi. Game Fawcett, Takera, and you also mentioned that you were inspired by a, a game uh, which uh, reminded like of a, a little bit of a casino-like. So yeah, there are like an, even casino games out there. How does your product stand out in comparison to these games? Can you like elaborate a little bit also about the user experience? Like how do you, I don't know, how is your uh, user experience better in comparison to those? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So. Typically, with with casinos, the the way we we don't like casinos because the, the way a casino is structured is it's the casino versus the player. What we've done here is we've introduced a platform that's going to connect people. It's going to connect developers with gamers, and it's going to connect gamers with other gamers, and they can play skill based gaming. So these these aren't game like chance based or, or any kind of game where you're rolling dice, you're expecting a good card, you're spinning a wheel. There's no chance for, for random outcome. Right. This is, you know, you're practicing a game, you're honing your skills and you're getting it dialed in and uh, you're going to get rewarded based on, on your skills at these games. So some of uh, like, you know, the user interface for, for velocity arcade is people are going to log in, they're going to create an account which kind of remains anonymous with that crypto theme. You know, we're not going to ask for your personal informations or anything like that. You're going to create a username. It's going to generate a password for you and you'll log into the, the admin dashboard. And then from there, you'll have the option to deposit crypto into your wallet and you will get issued Velocity Arcade games. From there, you'll see two game lists. You're going to see single player game listings and uh, multiplayer game listings. Mm. Now under single player games, you're gonna have multiple options of you can challenge peer to peer with other players on the platform. You can also compete for, for large credit pots in, in a single player game. So you're trying to obtain the high score for a large pot and it's for example, five credits per gameplay to try to get the high score and the high score pot gets paid out to the top score every 24 hours, you know, 12 hours, six hours, one hour. And there's going to be a lot of options for everybody's skill base. So if, if you feel that you're really strong in one game and you look at the high score and you think, man, I can maybe beat that, you could go for the large pot for 24 hours or you can just play peer to peer. And if you, you know, it's, there's a lot of options there. So with the multiplayer style games in those game rooms, it's going to be like team deathmatch, five credit buy-in, last man standing gets the credits, everybody's credits. So it's it's not really, it's not just like one game or anything. It's it's a complete platform. It's a complete network. And uh, it's it's going to be a really cool experience. Yes. I see it. I actually, like, like, forgive me if I missed it, but I didn't really understand what exactly the player should do. Like, is it like a shooting something or, I don't know, something like Scrabble or well, what, it's, what is it? No, it's, 
Yeah, yeah. Sorry, good question, and and you know I, I appreciate the getting me to elaborate a little more. I don't want to miss anything, but uh, you're you're going to have every kind of game. You're going to see racing games. You're going to see shooters. You're going to see eight ball pool where you can play peer to peer. You're going to see team deathmatch shooter games, tank battles, um, sports games, all kinds of stuff. There's going to be uh, a game that appeals to everybody on this platform. There's like the Candy Crush style where you're, you know, it's, yeah, there's, there's a bit of everything for everybody. And uh, not only that, but uh, we also have a feature that we're going to integrate too, where it's going to be recommend a game. So that's for developers. If you have a good game source code and you want it to go on Velocity Arcade, you can recommend it to us. And uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll review it. If it's a good quality, mobile-friendly source code, we're going to throw that game up on the, on the platform and get it exposure. And we will give full rights to the developers so they know where it came from. Not everybody that plays it. That's actually really cool. I mean, they reach out mm. to players ask them for their opinion or maybe for uh, their ideas that's always that's always a good feature what do you think jeremy absolutely i, I had a question though i was kind of wondering how many games do, are you planning on launching here at the start so off initially here we've got like we we've really rummaged for we we don't we don't want junk games like we want we want mm. good quality sharp visual games so right now we've got six really key games lined up that we feel are going to be a really strong first impression and they're good source code and you know we're going for a good quality experience to initially get this thing out into the world so mm -hmm. we want we want catchy games that are sharp to look at and uh, we're initially launching with six single player games and then we're going to look to, you know, kind of go through an informal beta process where, where we'll just make sure that everything's running really smooth. And then we're going to integrate two multiplayer games within two weeks after or so, give or take. And uh, that's going to be just uh, another milestone for everybody to look forward to. So we, we wanted to uh, just put the multiplayer milestone a few weeks behind the initial launch. So... Yeah, it sounds absolutely okay. fantastic. And, uh, and and going back to, I've, I've got one of the questions about the single player game. Now, you were saying that you could go into a pot and it would be for twenty four hour payout. Is there going to be a reset timer to to a degree? Because obviously, say you're in a game and there's somebody out there who has just absolutely smashed it by hypothetically two hundred thousand points, just an unattainable level um, to a lot of people out there for, say, whatever game it is. Uh, will there be a reset, say, once a week or once a month for certain times? That way, everyone has the opportunity to try and beat that high score. Because if this person does it once on, say, a fluke, and they can never reach their high score again, but they're getting cashed out every day or every week, and they don't have to ever look at their accounts again because they know that it was a complete potluck, you know, fluke, that they they got that high score is there a way that it's going to reset to kind of balance it out yeah so yeah the way the way it's going to work is um there, there's going to be so we're going to have like the ticker rolling there's going to be one hour pots there's going to be six hour 12 hour and 24 hour mm -hmm. when we hit the 20 for example on the 24th hour pot you know, everybody that plays, it'll keep counting that pot, building the pot higher and higher and higher. Mm -hmm. 
So you're going to see a substantial payout for that pot. When you hit the 24th hour, that goes to the top scorer player and does a complete reset, and the clock starts again for 24 hours. Fantastic. And uh, that, that will go to that player. And, and these are the players that we're going to feature on the on the homepage of our of our platform, mm-hmm. and they're going to be you know our players of the week, and it's going to publicly display who won what, and uh, yeah, yeah. So that's for, you know, that's kind of design that that design process and thought process was for your sharks, for the people that have played it that are really good, mm-hmm. um, for for people that aren't confident and say, well, I don't know if I could really achieve that. Like we all know our limits and how what kind of scores we can hit that's where the peer-to-peer is going to really come in and uh really give everybody a chance at walking home with with a a few extra credits in their account so Mm. yeah Yeah, that was that was a sorry go ahead no i'm just saying that just sounds so addictive what you're saying (laughs) it's like like a daily challenge i can already see couples nagging over it like who's gotta do the dishes who's gotta take out the trash no, I can't. I have a challenge. <laughs> and it's like on a daily basis, I can see these little like, you know, fights uh, happening. But then it's, uh, I guess it's all going to be good, especially if uh, the guy or the girl wins. Well, one of the benefits right. I can see this being mobile, and we've spoken about it in, uh, not, not in the podcast, but a lot of the other team members, Jeff and Steve spoke about it a lot in the videos back in early January, February. And I know that Sarah on her channel at, crypt, uh, at uh, Altcoin Buzz Ladies on YouTube, there's not enough women um, in, in cryptocurrency. The the ratio between men and women is, is enormous um, between the two. And there are actually more women who game than men because mobile gaming apps actually outrank all console and PC combined. So by mm-hmm. you making this a mobile game, you're gonna br- not only are you gonna get this as out there, and I can see this kind of being, I essentially see what you're building as, say, the Google Play or the iTunes Store for for crypto gaming. That's what you're gonna become, from what from what my understanding is, uh, from what you're saying. So you're one going to build an application that doesn't exist at the at the moment, and which is a fantastic thing. And secondly, you're going to bring a whole a whole new spectrum of people in that otherwise might not have joined, and that's going to get more women into the industry as well. So kudos on both points. Yeah, yeah, and and you know we've been we've been super fortunate. Like we. We did a lot of upfront homework and we did a lot of research prior to development execution. And, and one of the key things uh, that we really focused in on was, okay, what, what is, you know, we're, we're looking at the, the requirements to get on the Apple store, the iOS store, as well as the Android stores. And, and there, there's a lot of research that has to go into that because there's a lot of strict guide, guidelines. Now, we what we did was one of our strategic moves that's that's why we play with credits so if we purchase credits off of you know for example the apple store then then you can convert that back to an app account and those credits can carry back but the 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 legal part of it is the transaction has to happen off of the app so i i was super fortunate to you know, have a, a really strong team, you know, like our, our developers consist of four crackerjack computer engineers. And, and these guys are good. 
they're they're not coders. They're not the, these are computer engineers. These guys did six years in university, and they're they're about you know eight years into their career, and they're in their prime. So we're just super fortunate to have such you know diligent guys that are that are doing the homework up front. And and before we started developing, we had a really clear plan on on how we're going to execute this thing and to ensure there's no roadblocks and being mobile friendly was just an absolute have to this has to happen and we this that's the only way this is going to happen Now a quick word about our amazing sponsor, Cold Storage Coins. You can now store your cryptocurrencies on actual cold coins made of fine copper, silver, or gold. Each coin features a unique wallet ID and laser-etched private key, which is concealed beneath a tamper-evident holographic film. You simply scan the QR code on the back in order to transfer your funds to the coin. There's no hardware associated with these wallets, and they are hack and fireproof. This is a very fun, safe, and inexpensive way to store cryptocurrencies. Please visit coldstoragecoins.com for more and use our code BUZZ10, all capital letters, for a 10% discount. It's, it's one thing to talk to about it, but I can't wait for you guys to put your eyes on this thing and see it in action. Oh, I can't wait I'm either. A- <laughs> I'm yeah, actually yeah. really curious, really curious, especially, does it, uh, like, uh, this is more of a personal question, does it have some kind of uh, quizzes like you know, like I don't know, history quizzes on it, or something. you want a trivia game? Just, just ask the question. Like you just want a yeah. trivia game? <laughs> I want that because this is my favorite. I used to like you know, uh, sometimes when I was bored, I used uh, to ask my mom when I was a kid, like ask me questions, ask me questions, ask me questions, so that I could answer. It's, it's just a fun, fun feature. So are you playing anything like that? Well, it's it's funny you ask because my my partner Owen, he's the uh, COO and he's he's the co-founder. Um, yeah. He's he's very he's very on, yeah that that is very high on his radar. He wants to yeah. he wants to be live stream questions. He wants to host it, and uh, the the guy's a complete card. Like one of the hands down the funniest guys I've ever met in my life, and one of the most intelligent guys. He's got the full deck of cards. And uh, he is just, yeah, 100% gung-ho for, like, you know, live stream trivia. And uh, that's, I, I can, I, I would bet my house that that's going to be coming in the future for Velocity Arcade. No one knows. Uh, well, when you set it up, <laughs> no when you is. set it up, send us, a, uh, send us a link and we'll get the old Queen Buzz team there on the, tri- on the trivia night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so no you just you know this, this whole thing is just about having fun we want to bring fun and you know we want to integrate fun with cryptocurrency and and we feel that there's a huge gap in the market right now for you know where you can take your crypto and have fun with it like it's it's all just such serious business on a high level we just we just kept it really simple but kind of technical and uh, it's it's all about people's experience and having fun. So, right. Make sure you have questions uh, relating to politics. Uh, that is enough. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. She's obsessed <laughs> with politics. I'm gonna be addicted okay. to my phone 28 hours a day, not even 24. <laughs> and uh, make, make sure there's questions about John McAfee. It's her favorite subject. That's not that's, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Out loud. <laughs> this is your fantasy. 
I, th- I think there's a lot of unanswered questions in mm. politics, and uh, yeah, I think, I think we would stump quite a few people with politics in 2018. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy? I'm sure there would never be an argument over any of the questions, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I did have another question for you, Matt, though. You said at the start you guys were looking at doing six single-player games. Um, between the single-player games and the multiplayer games that you're planning to do shortly afterwards, which one of these games is your favorite? Which one do you think is going to be the one for you? My favorite single-player right now is... Uh, I'm not going to throw the name out, but I'm, I'll explain it to you. It's just like a game where a ball bounces on like a corkscrew and you have to like move the corkscrew and drop it through slots and stuff like that. Um, that I, it, that's my favorite single player game. And then uh, with, with the multiplayer gaming, we found a shooter and it's a team death match that'll take up to 25 players in a game room. Wow. So Matt, with these games coming out, and especially with the first-person shooter games, what are you going to do to prevent cheating, like wall hacks or other types of cheats? Yeah, we've got a we've got quite a few measures in place. Like I'm 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 not the uh, I can't speak too in depth at the tech part of it, but uh, I, I know that there's there's numerous checks that that are going to run during a game, and if if they find that the the timing and synchronization of the performance of the machine isn't lining up with the game or you know any like like the the engineers behind this thing have put about four or five controls in place that that will red flag players for for cheating and uh our, our strict and one and only policy with that is we've got about four or five checks in place if you're caught cheating you're you're going to be removed from the platform and you will not be refunded bottom line that's good measure and then and then we have a, a complete we have a complete history of every game played by anybody and what the outcome was. And if it's found that we did find somebody, okay, they are cheating, we, will, we would go back and obviously do some, do some uh, reissuing of credits to uh, players. So. Yeah, well, that, that actually I'm, I'm going to say something which is quite funny. That kind of reminded me of the days when I used to play Counter-Strike a little bit. Okay, I mean, maybe this comes as a surprise, but I did play Counter-Strike with guys. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, the regular conversation uh, during those games was like, especially if, they, if we were talking about Russian kids who were about 12 or 15 or 16, and they're like, cheater, cheater, ban him, ban him. This is like the, like the I don't know, it's, it's so cool to hear that you have those uh, preventive measures because it was so irritating to play games and always somebody is, I don't know, somebody is screaming at each other like that this is a, like a cheater, a cheater, which is might, might be true, might be, but might not be true. But I like the, um, your policy that, like, you know, that you're just going to... Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and then we, we have, uh, like, like, one other thing that we've integrated too is is we have a full chat network within the platform. So mm. players can, when you challenge somebody, you can chat with them. And and same with, you know, if, if people are seeing stuff like that, they could message an admin just like a Telegram-style channel. Mm. Like, there'll be admins on there. Hey, guys, this this player is kind of suspect. And then we, we really have, like, if, if we can get a, a player profile, 
we have the tools to really dig into what's going on and uh, it, it won't take long. So it's, it's always going to be an ongoing battle for us. It's always going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's the world we live in. There's always going to be people trying to cheat and hack systems. Unfortunate world we live in, but uh, we've got some good upper hand and uh, it's something that we have to do our due diligence on for staying on top of this. Mm. You're definitely doing well, especially considering a lot of companies, they would maybe ban the cheater, but they wouldn't reissue any of the currency. So it's good to good to know that you'll redistribute that uh, to where it belongs, especially if people have been unjustly done wrong by. So... I give you kudos for that. You seem to be ticking off all the right boxes. You seem to have your moral compass in place, and and I like that. You know, Leisha being a, a gamer on Counter Strike never ceased to amaze me, Leisha. But then again, you are a, a Ukrainian bombshell. You you definitely got yeah. that temperament of a gamer. So yeah. <laughs> you, you should you should have heard me scream. It was like uh, fantastic. <laughs> but, but I never put on. Uh, I never put the mic on because I didn't want to receive uh, all that, all those offenses. Mm. Uh, but uh, like you know, say something, and uh, the players would say like, "Oh, it's a girl, it's a girl, uh, she sucks," mm. like the regular. And uh, but yeah, I played. Those were good days. <laughs> I don't have a stationary computer anymore, so that's it. The story, <laughs> yeah, the story has ended. Uh, unfortunately, Alicia, Alicia, you have a mobile phone, correct? Yeah, I do. I do, of course. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has a mobile phone. So, yeah. uh, you know, with that being said, and, and the old the old phrase, "Ladies first, uh, Maybe, maybe we'll set you up with a trial account uh, to to get you on the arcade. Fantastic! Thank you. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> Finally, got some kind of present. It's just great. I love presents. Thank you, man. <laughs> Yeah, no problem, no problem. I want to ask a bit of a technical question um, going back to when you were saying that you, you put in cryptocurrency and you can you can play around with it, make friendly bets with people and have a chance to, to uh, make more money through skill. Is there going to be a minimum amount that needs to be... Uh, that needs to be put in like a lot of exchanges for instance and i'll use ethereum as an example some exchanges won't allow you to start trading until you have a total of one ethereum in the account before they will issue um issue you out the ability to trade is there going to be a minimum uh transaction that needs to go into this game to allow you to have a certain amount of arcade tokens as well as will there need to be a minimum amount before you can withdraw yeah so the the only the only parameters, like, like, yeah, for for your de, your deposit to convert to credits, like, if, like, I'll, I'll kind of go through the whole monetization thing here, mm-hmm. real quick. Um, so your your deposit will your minimum transfer or uh, transfer requirements will be there, as per the cryptocurrency, and and that'll that'll be there. So, our, our we have a few thought processes when it came to this. So. What actually is taking place when, when you go on the platform and you make a deposit? So you're going to make a deposit, and it's going to bring up a QR code to deposit, just like uh, any other transaction, just like dealing with real crypto. Mm-hmm. So if you deposit Bitcoin, it's actually being removed from the platform altogether. You're not playing with Bitcoin on the platform, and that's for security reasons. So we remove all the crypto from the platform, and we put it into uh, cold storage. Now you get issued, you get issued credits, 
which is going to make for instant transactions. It's going to eliminate any transaction fees and any transaction wait times. Mm -hmm. And the other thing, the other thing with that is we've, we've also integrated CoinMarketCap's API. It's on board with us. So your credits are going to fluctuate with the price. So if you deposit Bitcoin, it's going to percent fluctuate. Your credit value will fluctuate with the price of Bitcoin, just like dealing with real crypto. And then when you go to withdraw, we, we go through and we, we're going to manually approve every transaction. We're going to review and manually approve. We're going to have a team of people doing this for security. Mm-hmm. And, and then you will take your credits, you will give them back to us, and we will issue a back cryptocurrency. And that, that's, that's how the whole thing is structured. So your crypto is not going to remain on the platform for security reasons. Yeah, considering a lot of the exchanges have been hacked um, in the recent recent months, that's uh, good news for a lot of people out there that might be wondering whether this was going to be a safe, uh, a safe situation. So it's good that you've clarified that. Um, I believe Jeremy has a question for you, so I'm going to handball it over to him. Um, about the games and the fact that you are working on doing it with mobile and I'm assuming computers as well, right? Yes. Yes, it'll okay, be... Okay, uh, so my question with this is, are you going to allow cross-platforms for these high-skill-level games like first-person shooters and racing, or are you going to force it to be mobile versus mobile only and computers versus computers only? Uh, we No, it's going to be... It can be mobile versus computer or anything like that. Um, but the, one of our criteria with that is that the source code, you, you can't, we won't load a source code where somebody using a mouse would have an upper advantage versus a touchscreen phone. These, these games are, are really, really smooth to operate on mobile friendly, you know, mobile phones. And, uh, we, we are ensuring that. So you won't find anything that's kind of choppy on a mobile but really clean on a, on a computer. Like we have a very, very strict criteria. We've been through probably, I on, honestly, I could say we've probably reviewed hundreds of games by now. And we found about six or seven that really meet our criteria. Like that, that is how picky uh, that we have been with, with picking our games here. There's, there's a very, very specific game that, that we are looking for. And uh, there's, there's a lot to it with functionality you know, mobile friendliness, computer friendliness, and and full testing rounds and stuff like that. So, um, you will, but yeah, to get back to the original question, a mobile player will complete with a computer player, and uh, yeah, yeah, I think that uh, there there won't be any advantage there, just from the the source codes that we've chosen. Well, it's definitely good to hear that you're trying to close the skill gap between the two as much as possible, because. I mean, um, Fortnite's a perfect example there. You play with that one on a computer against people with PlayStation or on a mobile phone. And you can definitely see the difference between the play styles and the skill levels in some cases, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and that's the last thing that that we really, like, that is the last thing that we want to do. We want people to be sitting at the doctor's office playing on their phone, and we don't want to deter people from, you know, oh, if I play on my phone, I don't stand a chance. That can't happen. So, Yeah, absolutely. It's good to hear that people will be able to do that. Okay, Matt. So my last question to you would be, like, so where exactly can people find you once you're out? Because I know that you're a little bit cryptic about your plans. And, uh, like, where do people find it, find you? <laughs> 
Well, we will, uh, <laughs> Velocity Arcade social media is going to be live here this week. I will, mm-hmm. I will provide you guys to, uh, put the links below to our telegram. We're going to, we are going to have telegram. We're going to have Twitter. Um, we don't stand for Facebook, but, uh, we'll also have Instagram. So I, I will provide all that information. And uh, that, that's where you're going to find a lot of info. So we're going to start, you know, showing you guys the games that we're going to be releasing. You can start practicing them. We'll show you where to get them. And uh, once once we really have a, uh, a very, very, very confident launch date, because I will not promise and not deliver, once we have a very confident set-in-stone launch date, which is in the near future, we will do a countdown, and uh, you guys can follow that on there. I, I was actually uh, like I, I wanted. I wanted to ask you why you chose to omit Facebook. They uh, they banned cryptocurrency ads recently. Um, that was publicly announced that that they uh, they were no longer supporting cryptocurrency ads. And so. as of yesterday, they have reversed that decision. Uh, revised, I, revised, yeah, not reversed. I, revised we all know it's gonna get reversed give it give it two weeks give it two weeks and there'll be new cryptocurrency created by facebook because it's the only reason they would would consider revising that you watch it's gonna happen right that's right but uh you know i guess one thing that that people that 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 way that we see that is is this is a community and uh if, if we're gonna start playing that kind of ball where you're not going to support your your partner or your neighbor in this mm. in this community, then uh, yeah, I don't I don't think that's a I don't think that's a platform that we will be utilizing. <laughs> yeah, no, quite so, Matt, I had I had one other quick question for you here, Matt. Um, how long until your website's going to be live, and then what is going to be the website when it is live? It's uh, I. I can't. I'm not gonna come. I'm not gonna commit to an official launch date. I, I can't do that yet. We're what what I can tell you is it's in the very near future. But uh, again, I don't like people. People in crypto remember dates, and and I will never give a promise that I won't deliver. Right. So that's mm-hmm. kind of why this whole thing was under underground, you know, for development and stuff like that because we didn't want people chomping at the bit. Right. So. Um, that, that'll, that information will come out very, very soon on our social media. Um, if you follow us on there, we will have that for you within, uh, a week. Uh, we'll, we'll firm up a launch date. Oh, well, that sounds absolutely fantastic. And obviously once we've got all those links, we'll, uh, we'll post them on the altcoin buzz website as well as our Twitter and uh, other places we can try and help you out. So it's been uh, fantastic having you on on the show. You're a man of many knowledge. I'm just gonna I'm owning that. That is gonna be my statement. So you're uh, you're quite intelligent. You've got a lot that's going on. I believe that this is you know you've done this the smart way. You haven't under promised, uh, over promised, and under delivered because you've you've gone underground with it. So I wish you all the best. Thank you for uh, announcing this on on ours on our podcast. You chose to do it here. So uh, we look forward to seeing many great things from you. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, thanks, thanks for having me, you guys. I I really appreciate it. And and just in regards to you know, uh, an overall my overall position on on the project and and the teams. One thing that that we really wanted to make the community aware of 
is that this project at no point in time went for crowd sale. We, we did not hold an ICO. We, we completely funded this ourselves. We've passionately built this thing ourselves. And, and we feel that, that we want a good scalable product up front. And we've got some big plans for the very, very, very distant future mm. for, for gaming and cryptocurrencies. And uh, once, once we're up and running and comfortable, and if we feel that we're going to execute those, maybe one day we'll do a crowd sale when we need the funding. But uh, the, this, this is delivered from us to the community. So. Fantastic. That's great. I think that uh, I, I really admire your sense of responsibility. <laughs> that, that is a very valuable thing nowadays, I think, especially given that so many ICOs are there are simply scams, but you are actually funding it yourself and you want to engage the public. That That is great. Uh, I would like to thank you for being on the show and of course I'm looking forward to that free trial account. Uh-huh. Don't send anything to James, don't send anything to Jeremy, just to me, I'll give you my email, okay? <laughs> All right. Are you afraid I'm going to beat you or something? Uh, no, I just want to have it all to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be using you to uh, to win the altcoin buzz team, the trivia night. I'm just going to kick back with a couple of beers and let you do all the work. I'm just going to go there and look pretty. <laughs> can, can I join too? All men, all men do that. <laughs> okay, guys. No, I'll share it with you. Don't worry. Sounds good. You're not the only one that used to play Counter-Strike, you know. That was pretty good too. Yeah? <laughs> well, good days, good days. But yeah, thanks for being on the show. Um, it was great having you. Okay, guys. Thanks a lot. Take care, eh? Well, guys, that was a pretty fantastic interview. He's a man of many knowledge, and uh, he's definitely got a big project behind him, a big, big boots to fill, so to speak. But hopefully he pulls it off. Jeremy, that was your first interview with us, uh, first first episode with us, and your first interview in the same go. So we've popped your cherry on both both accounts. What's uh, how was it for you? A uh, little nerve wracking at the start, but that went away pretty quickly. It was nice to be able to interview somebody with an upcoming project, especially one that nobody else knows about. I mean, that's one of the nice, really nice things about this is the fact that nobody knows anything about this project yet. And it seems like it's got so much potential in the future too. Mm, it's definitely got legs. So I'd like to like to see it grow. Leisha, what's your thoughts? Well, I certainly admire that air of mystery <laughs> around this project, and uh, <laughs> that he unveiled his project on this podcast, which is uh, again I will repeat myself, but it's quite flattering. I must admit, and I also like that he is uh, his like the. the Games concept is sort of user friendly, and I'm not talking mm. about interface here, but it's uh, mostly about like reaching out to players, asking them like for advice, or maybe they have some kind of suggestions, and they would review it. I think that this is fantastic news because, uh, well, people do have ideas, and not all of them are bad. Mm. <laughs> Some of them are actually quite good. So it's great that there is such an opportunity. And I also liked uh, the fact that they're going to add trivia because I love trivia. What can I say? I know you're, uh, I know, I knew you were waiting to say that. I'm becoming a mm. little bit, uh, what is it called? I don't have the word right now. But yeah. Um, a trivia I, I guru? Yeah, trivia guru. You, you could say that. <laughs> and then I get mad when I lose. And uh, 
that's that's not so nice. <laughs> that is not such a nice scene, honestly. So uh, yeah, that's uh, what I have to say. I loved the interview. I enjoyed having it, and I also like that they have such a strict uh, policy when it comes to cheating because mm. uh, well, it's it's not fun playing a game if somebody cheats. Like, no. What's yeah? <laughs> what's the purpose then? So, yeah, and the fact it. that they'll have the history review is very nice for that part too. Mm. Yeah, the moral compass is definitely strong with that, guys. But uh, we'll we'll wrap up there for the show. So, all right, people, thanks for tuning into our podcast today. You just remember you can find our podcast uploaded every Monday and Friday on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, as well as our website. We'd love to hear what you think for the show. So, please, again, every episode we'll say the same thing: comment and give us a review on iTunes. And for more information about the news we discussed earlier, head over to our website at altcoinbuzz.io where we publish all the latest news to keep you in the loop. So again, from all of us at the Altcoin Buzz podcast team, we want to say thank you for tuning in and we look forward to catching you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you, Lisa. Goodbye. <laughs> Yay! Are you happy, James? I did just for you. <laughs>